Good morning podcast. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And today is Monday. That means it is 30 minutes or less day, and today we're looking at beef and broccoli in 30 minutes or less. Now, before we get into this, I want to say that you'll have to excuse me. I picked up a bit of a cold over the weekend. My throat is very scratchy. Every time I breathe in, it makes me want to cough. <clears throat> so if I do cough, I apologize. Okay, Mondays can be a hectic day. You're still getting back into the weekday mindset. Maybe you're catching up on work from the week before or work that is built up over the weekend. Whatever the reason, Monday is not the day that you have a few hours to make a nice meal. Today, in my continuing series built specifically for those days when you have limited time to make food, we make beef and broccoli. Not just any beef and broccoli. We make beef and broccoli in 30 minutes or less. So just like last week when we made pork chops with smashed potatoes, uh, this post will be broken down into times. This should give you some reference as to what you should be doing and when. I also do this to show you that this really can be done in under 30 minutes from start to finish. I didn't take an hour to make this and just tell you that it can be done in 30 minutes. Uh, this meal should feed up to about four people. Now for those of you thinking, yes, but you're a professional chef, just because you can do this in a half hour doesn't mean I can, to that I say, boo. Okay, I'm just joking, but really... I have to stop to take pictures and write down what I'm doing, so that should make up for any time advantages I would otherwise have. Now, before we get into this, I want to say that I made this last night. I had an exhausting weekend. It was good, but very tiring, and I was starting to get sick. So last night, when I got home just after 5, the last thing I wanted to do was go to the grocery store to get the ingredients for this, or even to go home and cook it. But knowing that this was only going to take 30 minutes, um, and then I could relax, made it much easier for me to push myself through it. And that's kind of the whole point of this. So I started cooking at 6.20 p.m. Here's what I did. I measured out one cup of basmati rice, uh, and to that I added two cups of water. You can use chicken, beef, or vegetable stock as well. I seasoned the rice with a pinch of salt and pepper, one, table, one teaspoon of olive oil, and I put it on the burner on high. At 6.22, I started making the sauce. I combined one tablespoon of honey with two to three tablespoons of soy sauce. Depends on the saltiness of the soy sauce and personal preference. Uh, and three drops of fish sauce. I also added one teaspoon of sambal chili sauce. You can add more if you'd like. I wanted to add a little cornstarch to this, but I didn't have any. I must have left it at a dinner party I did this weekend. So I would recommend mixing one tablespoon of cornstarch with a quarter cup of water and then adding that to the sauce. Set it aside. 6.24 p.m. At 6.24, the sauce was done and I started prepping the vegetables. For this, I used three large mushrooms, one baseball-sized onion, two cloves of garlic, a thumb-sized piece of ginger, and two broccoli stalks. Because the mushrooms were big, I cut them into sixes. You can cut yours into quarters or even slice them if you want. Uh, the onion I peeled and thinly sliced. Garlic was peeled and sliced. The ginger also peeled but minced. To do this, I first sliced it and then I cut the slices into matchsticks. And then I cut across the matchstick to give me a very fine mince. Finally, the broccoli. I cut the head off the stems and cutting from the bottom of the head separated the florets. I then peeled the stem and chopped that up too. While I was cutting the vegetables, the rice started to boil at about 6.27 p.m., so I put a lid on the pot and turned the heat to low and set a 17-minute timer. I finished cutting the vegetables around 6.34 and put my wok on the stove on high to heat it up. Now, my wok is cast iron, so it takes longer to heat than woks made of lighter metals, and you may not need to heat yours as long as I need to. But the idea is to heat the wok or large skillet if you don't have a wok while you're cutting the meat. That way, as soon as the meat is cut, it goes into the hot wok. No waiting around. 6.35 p.m. At 6.35, I moved the vegetables off the cutting board onto a plate and started cutting the meat. This was an inside round steak, usually best for marinating. It is a tougher cut, but when sliced thin across the grain of the meat, 
uh, it can work well for stir fry. It also happens to be pretty cheap. This piece cost me just over six bucks. Now we cut meat across the grain because this shortens the muscle fibers. If you were to cut with the grain, you wouldn't be able to chew the meat. It would just be way too tough. The grain is the direction that the muscle fibers go, just like a piece of wood. For this, I first sliced the, uh, the inside round in half lengthwise or with the grain. Then I stacked the two pieces of meat on top of each other and sliced them into thin strips across the grain. 6.38 p.m. At 6.38, I started cooking the meat. My wok was already hot, so I just needed to add two tablespoons of oil. I used canola and then dropped the meat in. I didn't cook the meat all the way through as it was going to be partially cooked again. So I browned most of the pieces, then removed the meat from the pan and poured the sauce over it. This allowed the meat to soak up some of the sauce flavor while I started cooking the vegetables. At 6.43, the rice timer went off. I removed the pot from the burner uh, and let it sit, still covered. Uh, by 6.42, I was done and the meat was out of the wok. 6.42, once the meat came out of the pan, I added a bit more oil and then started cooking the onions. About two minutes later, I added the mushrooms and broccoli, and then at 6.46, I added the garlic and ginger. Finally, at 6.47, the meat and sauce went back into the pan and cooked for two more minutes. At 6.49, I plated the meal, um, rice on the bottom, beef and broccoli on top, and a few sesame seeds for garnish. By 6.50, I was done taking pictures and was happily eating. Um, I want to say that the reason I took the meat out of the pan is if you leave the meat in, uh, it's going to overcook while you're cooking your vegetables. Um... So I take it out, and then I add the vegetables, cook those, and then I add the meat back in. It just it just prevents the meat from being like really, really overcooked. Conclusion. I love this meal. Any stir-fry, really. Anything, everything you need in one dish. And this can easily be scaled up or down for larger or smaller families. It also makes great leftovers. And one thing I hope that you took from this is how simple a stir-fry sauce can be put together. There's no need to buy bottled sauces that are full of preservatives and flavor-enhancing chemicals. A good stir-fry sauce can be put together in under two minutes. All right, there you have it. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual, which is where you can find this post written out. And there's tons of pictures to walk you through exactly what I did. And again, that's HowToNotBurnShit.com. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the post. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. And tomorrow is a very special episode of Brief History. It's the 100th episode of Brief History, so I'm going to do a brief history of brief history and kind of talk about all the favorite things I learned while doing it. Also, I didn't realize this, but last week, I think it was Thursday or Friday, was the 300th episode of Food and Five, which is crazy. Didn't realize it, but I think that's pretty awesome. Anyway, I hope that you all have a fantastic Monday and I hope that you learned something from this. I'll be back tomorrow. I'll talk to you soon.